Brontosaurus. Joe and his friends will hopefully not bore us. Welcome to the Podosaurus. That's enough. It's time Is that good? Good enough? Yeah, it's good enough. All right. Well, good evening and welcome everyone to Potosaurus. I am your host, Lou, and tonight I have Ken. Hello. And Timbered Taft. Hello. How are y'all? Let's start with Ken. Dying internally and like it so 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 it was nice and cool in japan <laughs> and i'm just like dying right now i'm like sweating like a fucking ball sack right now oh it's hot there well i guess it makes sense yeah it was it's a. Uh... it was a lovely like 40 50 degrees or 55 degrees almost every day like I would, it is forty nine degrees and raining here. I was wearing like a, a just jeans and a sweater and a shirt, and then that was enough to get me by throughout the day until it reached like nighttime when it was like forty five degrees, and then I just put on a light jacket, and then when the breeze came in, my balls just shrank like three sizes. <laughs> is that one of the side effects of going into the future? Yes, yes, your balls shrink like three <laughs> sizes. Sorry, we're earning this e today. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like it. Yeah, we've we've discovered the major disadvantage of time travel. Yeah, and Timber, how are you doing? I'm doing well. Uh, I had a reasonably good day. Um, I've been incorporating a lot of uh, Beat Saber into my workout routine lately, which is what I more or less just got done doing, and that's been a lot of fun. Oh well, fuck you. Why you don't have you don't want or you want a Quest Two just can't get one kind of thing or i mean the, isn't that the one they just raised the price of yeah. yes i noticed that because i was trying to get it as a gift for my folks i was like wasn't this like 200 dollars cheaper when i got it yeah they're like mm, we noticed this was really accessible for people and we want people to think it's uh, a luxury item also uh it went in doubt just say uh, uh wh- what's the term that everyone's using now when they're when there's uh think he's out bl- or, no um supply chain let's be like oh you know supply chain issues it's like was anyone buying these headsets like that's what i'm confused by like it's like sony coming out with their psvr and they're like "Mm, no one was like we're we're gonna raise the price of the psvr one you know supply chains like no one bought those a lot of people weren't buying the quest because the meta the meta account anyway so right for anybody that did mm, i think that the quest is footing the bill for that failed uh VR experience or what, whatever the hell the meta oh the metaverse yeah I'm sure that's yeah that's, that's probably the where they're getting that. their money back yeah I don't know why they thought anyone would want that it, like it's look if people are gonna take a soulless open world type of thing to run around in and like have fun they're gonna pick the new Pokemon games they're not gonna pick something made by Mark Zuckerberg where well, they don't... even somehow even somehow Mark Zuckerberg's meta avatar looked more like a human than he does <laughs> it was weird well the bizarrest thing about it is like you look at vr chat and it's just like why would you make a competitor to vr chat that literally exists on like the tool that you sell to to do this sort of thing like vr chat is when it comes to th- when it comes to things like good. vr chat and second life and stuff like that like if the furries cannot thrive there it will not survive yes and if clearly metaverse thrive, just like it will survive. I mean, all you could do is like I don't even think you had legs. I think it was just 
or it wasn't very animated. It was stupid, is what you, it was. You, and like, you don't have feet. no one wants. <laughs> you don't have feet. No one wants to go around in like an avatar that looks like them with their work buddies. No people, if they're like, oh, we have to use uh, a VR like you know situation like something like this to like hang out. You're gonna have like Hello Kitty, someone barely wear, like just wearing like a banana hammock and Batman sitting together, and that's gonna be your admin, like the, just the administrators hanging out with you guys who are dressed as minions. That's what people want. They don't want <laughs> avatars that look like themselves. They want yes. nonsense. That reminds me, do you guys remember PlayStation Home? Yeah. I love PlayStation yeah. Home. Yeah. PlayStation Home was interesting. I watched, I tried to watch E3 in it one year, and it was the worst experience Oh, yeah, because it, ch- it would chug like fucking crazy. I remember yeah. I remember you were like, hey, this this is the ease of convenience of what PlayStation Home is. You just get you and eight of your friends, and you guys could just jump into Warhawk together. Jump into Warhawk, the game immediately dies because it doesn't know what the fuck you're doing. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. It's convenient. You can sit on a couch in real life while you sit on a couch in virtual life and watch something. Yes. It's awesome. Like That's something they could honestly probably bring back now. That also reminds me of before you used to be able to uh, party watch yeah. netflix shows on 360 mm-hmm. and that was a cool feature in your avatars you can make it where they were sitting in a like a movie theater in front of it but then they got rid of it like party watch was like one of the best things because everyone was on the same the same movie at the same time yeah the same second it was great and then they like got rid of it because it was probably some licensing hell on that honestly I do think that the the movie theater element is probably the best feature too. Like even on my my mm-hmm. quest, they have something similar, and you can just watch like a movie on Netflix. And if you're wearing the the headset, it's sort of like, hey, I'm at the movie theater basically. Like I can hear it's you know basically headphones, so really good quality audio. Can I can I get there's a very screen. specific there's a very specific movie theater experience I want, but I don't know if you can tell me if the headset will give me this or not. Um, while you're in the VR headset watching the movie, will my mom specifically, her, lean over and tell you that John Hamm is from St. Louis and random facts about people on the screen? If you get two headsets, uh... No, 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 I don't want two headsets. Is there, like, is there, like, a 3D model representation of my mom to interrupt you at every pivotal scene to tell you something random about it? I don't think that's incorporated yet, but... Maybe I in feel the like next that's a, a market. Patch. That's probably a market that I can corner and be like, "Here, here's interrupting Italian mother um, add-on, and she will just tell you random facts." It'd be like IMDb, but you didn't ask or want to know. Yeah, it's like developer commentary, but by somebody who's not qualified to give it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I want to do that. I mean, that's basically Rift Tracks. That's literally Twitch. The whole thing. Mm-hmm. Speaking of which, with Twitch, did you guys get your recaps today? Uh, yeah, I think so. Uh, who are in your top uh, streamers that you guys watch? Like your top four? Let me see. I, I'm pretty sure it's the both y'all. Let me let me just look, crack that open real fast. Hold on. I mean, what was the last time you used Twitch, Ken? As as a streaming platform or just to peep in? Um, like I don't know, to... like a couple of days ago. <laughs> uh, I'll say it'll be like you have watched 100 minutes of streams this year. Yeah, no, right. On Gaku 2, you won. My, uh, let's see, where are my top ones? I'm happy they actually put on a website this year instead of sending it out on a random email that most people didn't get last year, which was the worst. 
my top ones were Eyes on B, Chris Naga, Normal Friend Tom, and Other Kyo, Kyo's Little Monster. I watched 55 hours. All right. <laughs> I watched... Uh, Timber, you're my top 7.78K. <laughs> I'm the top 1% of chatters. <laughs> I'm, I've, I've my really top slacked. categories... Okay. Oh, go ahead. I'd say my top categories included Final Fantasy 15 and Elden Ring. <laughs> <laughs> They're just from one person. Uh, <laughs> my, like Elden my, Ring. my other friend who is uh, studying abroad in Japan is my number two, and then Tofu's number three, and then you're number four, Gil. How am I lower than Tofu? <laughs> because I think, oh yeah, because I just, I think I just left him on one time when he was just streaming that one time, then mm. he came back. And then he was streaming for like seven hours. <laughs> it's funny today. He was like, um, "Why aren't? Why am I not one of your top view channels?" I'm like, "I don't know." And it's out of like out of my ass. I pull it out. I'm like, "I don't know." You've streamed like ten times. And he looked at his recap. He's like, "I streamed exactly ten times." I'm like, "Apparently, I was correct. I'm prophetical." Um, I, I spent yeah, my numbers are pretty low. Hours watching you, Timber. Oh wow. Well, thank you so much. And then That's my really top awesome. categories is Hitman 3. It was probably mostly majority of you yeah. <laughs> No, that's great though. Uh that was a good stream. I enjoyed Hitman. When I wasn't when I when I was enjoying Hitman, I was enjoying it. Then there were the parts where I wasn't. And I was not so enjoying. Oh yeah, yeah, but, the pandemic, know. the pandemic little <laughs> Jesus <laughs> Christ. <laughs> uh, the uh, I'm just thrown into a new different air start zone for this that I just did not know how because I'm just trucking through the regular games even though like originally by then you've already played the level like a uh, half a dozen times and know how to tackle everything but no because you <laughs> just went order by order without replaying I any of just the levels. Manage. It's <laughs> fine um i didn't watch so the the only thing that was notable on mine is that i'm in the top 10 percent of chatters for captain k i also don't remember the last time i i, I watched captain k no, not because he's not because he isn't good or anything but because he streams at gremlin hours that i'm just not awake for yeah anymore. oh no one day i was just like oh my god i haven't seen the captain k tweets in forever just because he tweets in the middle of the night and he streams in the middle of the night so i never see him at all yeah. So I've also stopped liking all of my tweets. I also apparently watched four hours of Wellsish as like my fourth highest, and I, I don't even know who that is. I, I don't know who I watched or when or what that, that would qualify that as arriving on my feed. So um, the the other you, the other love three, it that you're uh... the other three categories that I'm a fan of is art music, which I understand the art one because that's my that's other perfect. friend. And then music is tofu, and then Ace Combat Seven. <laughs> <laughs> I know you and your flight sims, arcade flight sims. A lot of my since I had a front page thing like for an entire week this month or this year. Yeah, it's really skewed. So it says my highest um, concurrent viewership was eight point three three eight k viewers. <laughs> it's because I was on the front page. Everyone's like, "Oh my god!" I'm like. I guarantee you it's not everything's really skewed because of those like three days in in June. Well, that also meant that um my top cat one of my top categories was uh stars until the end of time because I streamed that on the front page. <laughs> Great. Um one of these is not like the other. My favorite categories were apparently Lost Ark, 
Pokemon Legends Arceus, Retro, and Cruelty Squad. You want to hear something cool about Arce- about Arceus? Arceus, damn it. Yep. So the Japanese pronunciation is Arceus, but the uh, English pronunciation is Arceus, and that's because the UK didn't uh, want to say like ours. dubbing or whatever. They they got it first. Or like they had like someone from the UK that was like the director or something like that. Yeah. And they didn't want people to know think of it as arse. They didn't want kids saying Arceus. Oh my god. So it became Arceus but only in English. But it's totally Arceus and I refuse. I refuse I mean, it's to call both, it Arceus. Technically so. Yeah. I mean they both they both work. Yeah. Because yeah. Arc makes sense for him. Which you know that if you played Pokemon Legends Arceus, but you didn't. I played a little bit, but not enough to really know anything. Oh, okay, so I yeah, I, played, play that one, that one's I good. played like the first hour because then my my switch died because I was I was, I was a fucking heathen for not charging it before going onto the plane. <laughs> oh no! And so I just totally I'm forgot ju- that this game was a easy guy. <laughs> Mm-hmm. I was like, "Wait, what?" The <laughs> fucking isekai. Yeah, it's an isekai game. <laughs> and I'm like, "All right." <laughs> what did you? How did you like the first hour? I know it's a lot of like, since it's more RPG based on that one, it's a lot more of like talking. Yeah, it's go here. I don't know if you it, got it, anything it like, like the gameplay Hunter. stuff. To me, like to be honest, like that first hour of Monster Hunter, of of like, I mean, it, honestly, world and stuff like that. It takes a lot of cues from Monster Hunter, especially how you go out and do your missions in, like, one of six areas. Yeah. So, like, it does take a lot of Monster Hunter cues. Yeah. Um, I think it was, like, it was a good shake-up to the formula. So let me know when you play more of it so we can talk about it. Yeah, yeah. I'll, um, I don't... Well, I was going to say, speaking of uh, the other view stuff here, we got, we had the PlayStation ones that also got reviewed today. Yeah. It was like everything came out except for Microsoft had nothing, which sucks because I wanted to see what happened at my Xbox because I actually played that a lot this year. I'm pretty sure my entire thing would be MLB 2K doing the show. Yeah, my my PlayStation wrapped was um, kind of unsurprising and surprising at the same time. Yeah. Um, my top two games, my top one was Horizon Zero Dawn. Yeah. Which I platinum that. Then Death Stranding, which... Probably was mostly cutscenes. Yeah. Uh, Kingdom Hearts 3. I forgot I played that this year. <laughs> um, then this one really upset me. Dead Rising 4 Frank's Big Package was my number four. <laughs> I forgot I played that as well. So, so, you know, so you know how it has the percentages. So basically, um, mm-hmm. my percentage for, for this, because my top game was Forbidden West. And it makes sense. I, I put a lot of hours into Forbidden West, and, and I played the fuck out of that game. Because, like, it really grabbed me. So, like, I also think you would enjoy your time with Forbidden West. This mm-hmm. So that took twenty uh, 27% of my time. Number two was Hitman 3, with also at 27% of my time. So basically, I played both Hitman and Hor- Horizon Forbidden West over 70 hours worth. <laughs> Oh my god! That and then Death Stranding. <laughs> Death Stranding is at number three, and I think I'm at like thirty to forty hours in that because it was nineteen percent, mm. and then four was Guardian of the Galaxy. Guardian of the Galaxy took me like maybe ten hours, give or take. And Life is Strange, which is like a movie, so like mm-hmm. six seven hours. 
So the thing is, yeah. my last one was uh, Star Ocean, but I had to like shelve it because I can't read the text in it. The the one funny thing is, so God of War isn't on here mostly because I probably haven't played enough of it for it to even get over the six hour mark for Life is Strange and stuff like that. I also don't know where they cut when the cutoff was on this. That's what I was thinking because like, there's some games I'm like I'm pretty sure they should have been on here, but the cutoff must have been like a month ago. Yeah. So they could all get that data and all that crap. Mm-hmm. Now, the thing is, no, well, I don't know if it would be a month. Well, I guess it might have been right before God of War because I was playing Director's Cut pretty hard up until God of War, that's why. So, Because mm-hmm. I haven't seen God of War in a lot of people's stuff, but yeah. like they all were playing it a lot, so it must not have counted in November or something. Yeah. What about you, Timber? I know you've been playing your PS5 a lot. Oh, how can I, how, how do you know? Because you were talking about playing your PS5 a lot throughout the year. Ah, <laughs> uh, yes, yes. Um, <laughs> it's kind of funny because all year I really didn't, and then I started doing stuff with it in like the past couple of weeks. So I told, I think I mentioned on the last podcast that I did play a bit of God of War. I haven't returned to it, but I intend to continue. Uh, I didn't really have a reason to stop. It was just. I was you know what you gotta movie. return to? Returnal? Yes. We gotta play I the two-player th- I figured that we were going for that. <laughs> Come on, yeah, I do, I do have to get back to Returnal. Unfortunately, it's it's a Metroidvania, which is a genre that I'm kind of like... It's not a Metroidvania. Over. It is, though. You, 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 die, you, go, you progress, and then you die. Not a Metroidvania. Hold on. It's a roguelike. Roguelike, the other thing. I thought you liked roguelikes. <laughs> I've granted played... indie games tend to do both, but at the same time, but yes. Um, I don't know. I I did like roguelikes for a while. Like I liked the premise of them, but I just got over. I got oversaturated on them. Right, like I played that. I played Hades, which was also a like top tier gold edition roguelike and even that one like after a while I was just like yeah I just hate the formula of doing the same stuff over and over again even if they intersperse it with like new stuff I just want to see new places and while that'll happen if you make progress it's a pretty high bar to cross because that demands a high skill ceiling for you to get over to see the new stuff and Timber, if I can beat Returnal, I'm pretty sure it's not a high really skill set game. <laughs> well, no, but and for and to be fair, I only did two runs in that game and didn't, you know, I only died once and then didn't go back. So it's really not that that's keeping me from Returnal. Um, I just haven't had time. But um, did you get a disc or a download of that? I have a disc, so I have the physical copy. Why don't you send me that disc if you're not going to play it, Timber? Yeah, like another game mm. that you don't play that you should send Overkill. Buffer? You know what game we're talking about. <laughs> um, Haunting Ground? <laughs> See, what was, I didn't you, you don't even know you, you don't even remember you own Haunting Ground. Give me it. <laughs> as soon as I find it. Okay, that's that's binding. That's binding. That, no, 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 no. That's not contractual. <laughs> no, no, no. That's binding. No, no. That is binding. We have a witness. This is recorded. Uh, it is uh, binding. Uh, okay. 
This is how I got. This is how I got two TVs from Tom. I'm like, Tom, can I have your old TV? He's like, Yeah, sure. I'm like, that's binding. And now I'm getting a new TV over the weekend. Um, let's see. I also um, probably the biggest surprise here is that I did finally play Ratchet and Clank Rift Apart. Um, and I made. A, I just got that. I need to play it. I made a halfway decent amount of progress in it, and I've really been enjoying it way more than I did the reboot. Um, you know, I played the reboot for a few levels and that was fine. It was like a fun romp through a level by level experience. That's very reminiscent of like a PS2 era platformer, but Mm. it doesn't do anything innovative. It's really just trying to capture what the games did in the past. And well, I mean, it was almost like, it's it's almost like it was a movie tying. Yeah. It was like a movie tying game. Yeah. So (laughs) it, it did what it was, what it set out to do, but like, it's stuff that I'd seen before, so I tired with it quickly. And for a long time, I assumed, well, I guess that's just Ratchet and Clank for you, and I didn't go to Rift Apart afterward. I went to Rift Apart last week, and I've absolutely loved it because they've taken that and and put it, you know, it, it has all the, the set dressing of, like, what they learned over the course of, of making this series. And most importantly, and weirdly, it's kind of like... If Jack 2 or 3 had gotten really, really polished and released today, it has a lot of that going on in it. Like it some of the happen, weapons buddy. in it. Sorry? It ain't gonna happen, the Jack buddy. <laughs> oh, no, I don't expect that to happen with what, Jack, what but was this kind of la- scratches the itch. What was the last Ratchet and Clank game you played that wasn't the movie tie-in? For me? Yeah. Uh, Ratchet and Clank... Going commando. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, because you're it's like it's like a jack. No, it's like it's like they've improved because the future trilogy was really good, and then into the nexus was pretty good. It's almost like they'd improved on that, and not similar to Jack at all. Perhaps, but to someone yeah. who hasn't played the other ones, whose only frame of reference are the PS2 games, this felt very different. And you well, didn't even finish you the PS2 two generations of consoles. <laughs> <laughs> well, for the record, yes, I did skip two generations of consoles, literally. Um, but it's a lot. It's a lot of good. There are weapons in it that feel like like Dark Jack. There's there's the roaming around a map, and actually, like there's there's stuff I to don't... do. I don't know but it's about not that. Like, I, I have my own bone to pick. Timber's with. like, have you guys heard of this open world style game? It kind of reminds me of GTA clones. <laughs> I, I but, have my but own it's bone like... to pick with Ratchet. And, like, I just... After going through two of these games now, I've just realized that this this series is just not for me. And I've and I trudged my way through both the, the movie tie-in and, and, and for the latest one. Uh, Rift Apart as well. Really, and I just, I just, I, I love Ratchet and Clank. Yeah, I love Ratchet and Clank. And, and I get the appeal. It's just that near the end, I w- I felt like I was just trudging to get through and finish the story. And there, it's not as bad as like the the movie tying game where the difficulty spike just randomly fucking happened on the final boss. But, mm-hmm. but there are certain things that I was just like, uh, I wish, I wish you could just cut slim this down just a bit. Like, you didn't need like one of the worlds. I think personally, 
And Isn't that game like six hours long? You're talking to like... me. You're talking to me, though, Gil. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, but that's what I'm like. I'm pretty sure Seabass platinumed it in a day. Nah, it t- it it's a 10-hour game, roughly. Uh, it took me, like, maybe 15 or so. Game plus extra is about 15. Yeah. I I personally have been enjoying it so far. Maybe maybe I'll feel that way, too, when I've gotten to the 15-hour mark of playing this, because I think I'm maybe four or five hours in right now. Um, there's, it's there's been... A... There's a twist that happens near, I want to say near the beginning of the third arc that just like, at that point I was just like, oh, I mean, you could have seen this like a fucking mile away kind of thing. I mean, it's Ratchet and Clank. It's not supposed to be deep. It's honestly supposed to be meant for like a child, yeah, kids yeah, to teenagers. Yeah, I know, I know. I know. <laughs> yeah, it graphically it feels a bit like a Pixar movie. I like the character of Rivet who was introduced. Um, I know I like a lot the... of people like Rivet. <laughs> oh god oh no not that way <laughs> but um the weapons I mean you were talking really about really VR chat too. earlier so maybe you <laughs> didn't mean it that way oh no <laughs> exposed uh but no it's uh I'm trying to think here a lot of the optional objectives have been really fun and generally speaking anytime I'm asking a question of with an optional objective, like, how am I supposed to do that thing? Mechanically, they're not letting me do it right now. Half the time, it's like, if I just do enough of the other bits of this optional objective, it will unlock new abilities or new skills that Mm. makes it possible to finish it to 100%. So they kind of phase it that way, um, which was kind of cool to see. Uh, I like that they have these optional areas you can go to that are an awful lot like Super Mario Sunshine's platforming hells. (laughs) <laughs> that you could go into a little bit easier than those in my opinion but still pretty fun to like puzzle your way through um and and i don't know it's just it's just like uh it's just like fun like a lot of people call the older games in the series the ones from the ps2 era um silly dumb fun but i did always feel like they were leaned even harder into the dumbness even harder into just like the narrative is complete and utter bilk and doesn't matter at all it's like Um, it was a a series for children sure sure yeah those were games meant for kids and rift apart does a similar thing but i just like the setting it went through it takes you um into sort of a, a dark future universe situation and all of the um as a result a lot of the characters and the situations are put in are just immediately dealing with sort of a darker existence, darker themes, the kind of stuff that I like to see from, from like Majora's Mask or other things. That yeah, I, a lot I of that started really in like. the, the future trilogy. Yeah. Gotcha. So I should really go and play those ones too. Yeah. Uh, Ratchet and Clank, a crack in time is one of the best 3d mascot player or platformers I've ever played. Like that is the last one that was, that was the last one of the trilogy on PS3. That is one of the best 3d platformers ever played. All right, that's high. It's price. probably the I best ratchet. Like I haven't played um, Rift Apart yet, but it's probably the best Ratchet and Clank game too. All right, I'll have to check that one out. And it makes sense because, like, I think technically, plot wise, Rift Apart connects into whatever happened in future. And I'm, I'm sort no, of so it will, no, it doesn't. Well, they had the PS, the PS2 games, which there's um, Ratchet and Clank, Go and Commando, Up Your Arsenal, Deadlocked. Then there was 
future tools of destruction up your boot or quest for booty a crack in time and then i try to remember the order of these two either one was full frontal assault the other one was all for one but they're kind of inconsequential then into the nexus is one that leads into rift apart yeah if, if only is, they hadn't the last... pulled their punches on on ratchet and clank up your booty but Sorry, this ahead. is also the, la- Quest for the, the last game, but because of the fact that the parade that happens in the beginning of the game. <clears throat> it's the what game? There's a parade that happens in the beginning of this game that literally yeah. is, mm-hmm. hey, maybe you only played the 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 movie game, so this is what happened. <laughs> this is what happened oh, during so it that explains time. Everything. Yeah, so they kind of just go through a a, a minimalist. Yeah, this is what happened, and w- how we got here, and why we are the hero that we are, kind of thing, after the movie. Mm. Yeah, and I, yeah, I thought the movie that was just a retelling of the first game. And I think you I think you would personally enjoy it, Kyo, because of the fact that they have all these hidden Easter eggs probably in that parade that I'm just like, it just flew mm. over my head because I, I never played the games, yeah? I I really want to like go through the whole series again because it's been for a while. Mm-mm-mm. It's been a while since I've done it, but like I don't know, like to go through a series that like feels very similar in between, I'd have to go from four PS2 games to five PS3 games. I don't know if I want to do that. I think, and I'm not I think, counting. I think you'll get burned. I'm not out counting the spinoffs. <laughs> like I I'm not even counting um, the PSP size matters and, and Secret and Agent Clank. Secret yeah. What what I will ask, Kyo, is when you're going through this game, there's a level where it asks you to collect lorbles, which are sort of like mm-hmm. these um, audio recordings that you pick up in the world. Each one of them seems to be a reference to like some other IP. So almost all of them is like an Easter egg, with the exception of like the last two or three. Um, so I mm-hmm. am I am curious how many of those you're able to pick up on because it was definitely fun <laughs> getting them mm-hmm. and be like wait a I'll, minute I'll have to like I'll, I'm gonna have to play it soon I really want to go through and play all of them again now because I have the PS3 collection but uh, it'll be so long and I'll, I'm sure I'll burn out no just take your time with it I think if you one. just take your time with it and not mm-hmm. like rush it I think it'll be a good time <laughs> mm-hmm. I will say, uh, Ken, did you just play on standard difficulty when you went through Rift Apart? Yes. Okay. Does it have, like, a massive spike at some point? Because I was starting to get kind of... Not really. Maybe the last last world, maybe, I was feeling it. But there there was only a handful of times where I was just, like, I got kind of pissed. But it, it's not as bad as the movie tying game where it was just that final boss. That final boss, the the spike was so bad. Um, yeah, I ended up having to boost the difficulty on Rift Apart just because, like, I don't know, after the first level and a half, I was like, man, um, nothing's really touching me. So as much as I like just destroying everything, I'd like it to at least stand a chance. So I did have to boost it up to whatever the second from hardest is do you guys want to hear a weird uh like it's related i promise this is related (laughs) Uh, a weird voice actor connection between ratchet and clank yeah sure in another game sure uh the guy that plays commander quark up through um the newer game because he retired 
Uh, they have a different guy, but the um, Captain Quark um, is the same voice actor as Jack Krauser from RE4. <laughs> oh man, hold on. That's, that's just a weird. That's just a weird. It's okay. Oh, I mean, that guy. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I mean, what like you call you, I'm American. Um, Ratchet? Not Ratchet. No, yeah, Ratchet is just voice. Ratchet by. is Ratchet is. By uh, James Arnold Taylor, yeah, good old Titus. Yeah, good old Titus and Obi Wan Kenobi. Yeah, I saw a video of that guy like going through all of his different voices, and he like changes his mannerisms when he does it, and he can do like a really good Mark Hamill. Yeah. Sorry, I like derailed really bad. I don't do not let me have Wikipedia open with voice actors. <laughs> I will be here all day. Yeah, this is no, no, like, that's why. Like, I, like I said beforehand, like last episode, it's going to get to the point that when we actually do an episode live, we're going to have to make sure we tie your hands together and not have you near anything like a computer or anything. Mm-hmm. Even if we and- oh, I've had I've had two toothpicks in my hand trying to start a fire for like. <laughs> 15 minutes. <laughs> we would tape I don't think hands. bamboo catches like, fire like, literally, like that, Literally, like, like, criminally tape your hands. <laughs> no, we should do it like a Twitch stream, but hotkey every button on your keyboard to, like, display your screen so that the minute you start, mm-hmm. like, looking at Wikipedia or something, absolutely everybody can see it. <laughs> so, like, what are you, you doing, know the... Joe? What are you pulling up there, bud? Not porn. <laughs> Speaking of porn... Do we have a segue for that? The witch. The witch. She retired. She retired. I said my piece. I said my piece. (laughs) This is something I'm never going to explain. I don't want it explained. (laughs) (laughs) I said my piece. Um, Like they had this whole thing at like one of the many shops that you could write like. Your your fucking grievances and goodbyes, and it's just so sad that I'm just like, all right, I'll I'll do it, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I just uh, wrote down, oh yeah, thanks for everything you got me over some hard times. I bet I bet she did. <laughs> I bet she did. <laughs> then I went in and uh, uh, bought like the last four of her videos. <laughs> Anyone play anything else? Or did you play anything else lately, Timber? Is that where we are at um, in this conversation? I don't know how we are. I mean, I played Ratchet, something actually. while doing <laughs> I just brought it up, and hey, I'm, I'm not sure what, what attached us to, to this, but I'm happy to keep going down the list. Um, keep it to things we'll know. Okay. So, recently... Timber's crossing out Xenoclash 15. He's like, well, <laughs> There's oh, a hold on, hold on. There's recently this there was a new release. Yeah. There was a new release of a game that came out that I would probably be interested in. Do either of you have a guess at what I might was be it... talking about? Call of Duty. No, surprisingly. It's so weird, like how pretentious you are about like games coming out, but they're like, "Oh, but yeah, Call of Duty. I gotta get that. I gotta get that. <laughs> I love Warzone." Yeah, I don't know. Call of Duty. Call of Duty is interesting. It just scratches the right itch, but um. No, in this case, it's uh, Door Fortress, finally released on Steam, with an actual version, with an actual UI, with actual graphics. Um, you, do you have you never heard of Door Fortress before? <laughs> like any of it? I would ever? say, what the hell is uh, that? Unfortunately, I have. 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 Unfortunately, I have.
unfortunately, I have watched you play it. Yeah. You're like, this is really interesting. And I'm like, this is like ASCII art. I have no <laughs> idea what's going on. Now it doesn't have to be ASCII. Now it actually has like visuals. You can actually tell that you're mining Caligate or whatever the fuck the rock in the, in the wall is. Um, and they actually have a UI there that shows you like all the different tabs of all the different things you can find out about your doors. You don't have to have a separate app to assign jobs for the dwarves. Now it's built <laughs> into the actual game so that you can just designate things right then and there. Um, it's so much cleaner. Um, and also they've added a little bit more like logic gating to it so that when you're generating your world and you see for the 15th time a necromancer has appeared into the world and made his name known, you know that you're just going to have undead everywhere and you're going to get fucked immediately. So you should probably just start a new world. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I haven't gotten very far in uh, making a new fort for that, though I will probably stream it in the near future here just because it makes it so much more accessible. And now, if you or somebody else watches, it actually looks like a game instead of uh, smiley faces and the letter E uh, in general flashing proximity to one of those smiley faces and slightly red-colored grass fronds nearby to indicate the fact that he's bleeding out to death after getting gored. So, um, yeah. Yeah. That's the other thing. Um, otherwise, I've been playing World of Warcraft. You sure live in exciting times, Timber Taft. Dragonflight came out. I'm relevant. It's it's the current thing that's happening. I'm hip. <laughs> Timber, are you in? If you say it, are you in the 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 areas for that though? No, I'm currently playing. Then you're not current. Ways. God damn it. It's I'm like you played Final I'm Fantasy a... 14 when the My expansion group? comes out and you're like starting from from fucking Rum Reborns. We're partying up to do Scarlet Monastery and it's going to be great. It has nothing to do like, with I'm Dragon Like I'm supposed Flight, to know what the fuck that means. Are, did you even reach the Lich King yet? No, the Lich King is a level, like, 80 section. I'm in level 20 Then talk to me when you get to the Lich King. Don't talk to me when you're like, oh, I'm relevant, and you're not even close. No, 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 he's there. He's there. The Scourge invaded Tirisfall Glades, which is technically Lordaeron. The the castle's right there. You can go and see the throne. It's all there. He's been here in the places that I've been. That's why it's a Lordaeron. Well, technically, I've been current, too, because as soon as I log in, I'm in Cataclysm. Well, yeah, you're in Cataclysm, but, like, where in Cataclysm? Are you just in the Barrens? He didn't go to the Barrens. That's just fucking Minotaurs all day. But everything's got ruined because of Cataclysm! <laughs> the Cataclysm doesn't matter. It is, because it's four, it's, like, five or six expansions after. Well, yeah, but that's because there's a big dragon. The dragon was relevant in, like, Warcraft 1 and doesn't show up again until then. That's not Wrath of the Lich King. <laughs> <laughs> that's after because he's dead uh, they do have chromie time which lets me revert dungeons back to how they were up until cataclysm which that's I guess a, doesn't that necessarily like something that happens in Japan occasionally when you go to the high school center <laughs> chromie time <laughs> hold on I'm not sure I understand yeah, but, Kyo but understands. Kyo sent me a disapproving <laughs> arms cross gif to let me know how he feels. <laughs> uh, uh, but yeah. This is me regretting asking you anything. <laughs> Kyo, 
what games have you been playing lately? Um, I've mostly been mainlining Pokemon Violet for a long time. Um, yeah, for I, almost the past your, month, because I've been seeing your updates from every single time I go, I have internet and go on, on Twitter and be like, "I'm sorry, you guys." The but <laughs> sorry that the shiny posts aren't going to stop anytime soon, as long is, as I keep finding shinies. Is it that easy? I have. So okay, so, so it's wait, not do, wait, that wait, wait, easy. Wait, 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 beforehand. I know that if you complete the decks, you get the shiny charm. But did you even Correct. complete the decks yet? Yes. Okay, so, so... Before I completed the decks, I found maybe one or two, but that was during Mass Outbreak. So in the game, they have this in Arceus as well. They have Mass Outbreak, so, like, a bunch of one Pokemon will show up. And the the more you kill, so you, like... So you have an Outbreak, you kill 30, and it does another roll for... Like, gives you another chance for a shiny another roll. You kill 60, gives you another... Two more after on top of that. And this is just base on top of the typ- typical shiny thing. And then Shiny Charm... And you can make sandwiches to do it can increase that. So I found one naturally and two through doing the mass outbreaks because there's like, uh, I don't know if you want to call it a glitch or an exploit. If you like open up your camp and then close it, it just resets all the Pokemon in the area. So like you can just kill the maximum amount to get the maximum rolls and those things and open camp, close camp. And it just keeps resetting them like it's brand new Pokemon, not the ones that are already out. So you can shiny hunt that way before you get the shiny charm. But once you get the shiny charm, it's a lot easier to just kind of, like, drive around and find stuff. But, like, easy is still, like, I know people who have gotten this and gotten the shiny charm stuff, and they're still not finding anything. But, like, you also, one, need to know what all the shiny Pokemon look like. Two, need to be looking for them. And three, like, need to, like, kind of know how to keep getting groups to spawn and despawn and stuff like that. So, like, if you just, like, walk up to things, like, it's not here, and you walk away, you're not going to get it. It's a lot of, like, time-consuming just driving around. It's just for me, it's been like very therapeutic to just drive around where I don't have a goal other than to find a palette swap. So like that's where I find a lot of mine where like I'd say about half of the ones in my box are from me just driving around. Then maybe more than that. So like probably have an entire box of ones of just driving around after I get the shiny charm and found them. I probably have about six to ten mm. where I use the sandwiches and the shiny charm to hunt for specific ones or vaguely specific ones. Because when you use the sandwich powers and you get like these special Herba Mystica in it, you make a sandwich that will give you um, high encounter, um, high um, spawn rate, and high shiny chance of one type. So you go to that area and like you might want a water type and you're in the water. Well, it's better to pick the secondary type or like just find the one you want and stick around it and hope more spawn. So that's how I find a lot of them. You're just like but speaking it's... nonsense to me about this sandwich talk. I know the sandwich part has to do <clears> when you get Mimiridon. <throat> m- 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 and, and and by the way, as soon as I saw the episode upload, I fucking started <laughs> stop laughing. Mm-hmm. Well, you remember making curry in the camps in yeah. Sword and Shield? Yeah. Okay, it's like that, but instead of making curry, you make sandwiches and like it's a lot of like dragging and dropping things like a ufo catcher onto a sandwich and you make the worst looking shit in the world it looks awful this is the nastiest looking food i've ever seen also they eat so much bread how there is no not a higher rate of like obesity and like diabetes in this region from all the bread they consume constantly there's more bread than filling like you make a sandwich it has three pieces of of ham three pickles on it and then just like the biggest, thickest baguette you've ever seen in your life. They eat so much bread. Anyway, 
So eventually you'll get like different supplies for that, but you'll find Herba Mystica, which are part of a it's part of a quest line, but then you just start finding them in high level raids. And like those are the things that give you the level three powers. So you can get level one and two just by like having ingredients. Level three is like the max. And that just gives you the highest chance of finding something. So it's like making a really, really good curry that has special like attributes to it. Mm. And that's also how you make um how you breed as well. You'll have two Pokemon in your party that are compatible. You'll make a sandwich that has egg power, and that will boost your chance of them breeding while you're at the, the picnic. And then you just, like, start picking up the eggs, and they go to your box. There's no, like, daycare center anymore. But I have found a lot of shiny Pokemon in that. Have you so I've been doing a... that. Mostly people now are requ- requesting me to find stuff for them now. Have you found a shiny Wiglet yet? No, I haven't looked for that one because it's a water one. I haven't done water. Like it's those are on land, but they're only the only typing they have is water, so like it just feel like it's gonna be a pain in the butt. Mm. So I haven't done any of those yet. But I have found I found I've been trying to find the party I had in the game as shiny, so I found Giraffe Rig, I found Mareep, um I found What were the other ones that I, I found? I'm like going through the ones all mentally in my head. Which ones were actually in my party at the time? I'd found a Rockruff, but I gave it to my girlfriend. I'd found a Gotharita, I gave it to B. Um, I found a Corvus Squire and a Rookity and gave those away. A lot of them, like, I'm trying to remember. I have like half the ones that were in my party as shiny now, but not the other half. Oh, uh, the one that looks like Common Rider. That one I got. I found him randomly. I was just like driving, like riding around. I like stopped and like, yo, is that thing green? <laughs> I grabbed none. Like, yeah, usually you're black, but you're green now, so I'm going to take you. Wait, are we talking about the dog? It's, it's really weird. Yeah, that that's Wiglet, yeah. Oh, gotcha. I feel like it's kind of weird, like, looking for shi- hunting for shiny Pokemon's almost like gamified racial profiling. Yeah. Because you're starting around and be like, what color are you? Oh, you're the, the different color. Okay, get over here. I just need to talk to you real quick. God, are we cops in that game? Is me Rhydon a cop? Is he? No, me Rhydon. Who are you? That's what, that gets stuck in my head for days. By the way. <laughs> I <hate> you. <laughs> but I mostly played that. Um, I did start Sonic Frontiers. It's a thing. <laughs> I don't. I, I don't know how to feel about it, because, like, I wouldn't say anything I've encountered is bad, but I wouldn't say anything I encountered was, like, standout great either. But, like, it's not awful. And, like, it has, it's an open world. Like, you'll have, you like, you get, get cogs to unlock, like, pillars to go into levels. I haven't gotten to play a lot. I've probably played about an hour and a half of this total. I don't know how long the game is. But, like, on on the overworld, you unlock the map and, like, little things by doing, like, little, like platforming challenges was like there's there's stuff to do when you're running around you're like oh there's a little puzzle it's a lot of little puzzles it's almost like sonic the hedgehog meets the witness i'll yeah. be completely honest it's like that level where the puzzles are just like they're ne- very few of them are the same there are some that are similar like some are like you like you'll have a fixed angle and there's three platforms one will light up and then wants you to dodge roll to hit them all within a time limit but and there are time limit ones but like a lot of them are like different or like they change them up enough so it's very odd. If you like puzzle platforming, that's mostly what this Sonic game is. Then Heck the levels, yeah. like, you, like, jump through that. Like, you jump into them, and, like, you beat the level, and, like, then you have four missions. So you just keep replaying them, because the levels are, like, maybe two minutes long. Like, 
they when they want you to do stuff very snappily. It's just the way the weird thing is how the story is presented because like they keep referencing the fact that it's open now in a way. Like Amy will be like, "Hey, I found this found this like little kid. Can you help him find his mom?" And Sonic's like, "Well, I feel like we have more pressing things to do, but uh you know, we can kind of do whatever we want." It's like, "Stop saying this. This is weird." You're too self-aware at this. I thought that game is <laughs> like mostly just self-aware. him being self-aware. <laughs> yeah, like, it's like weird it's, though. He's like, "Oh, what? there's a lot of place for me to run around." It's like, "Stop but, stop referencing that it's an open world. I get it." But Amy, there's it. a whole open world out there for us to explore. <laughs> wink, yeah, wink. Like, there's a lot of, I'm like there's so much to run around here. I don't know if we'll ever run into their parents. It's like, "What? Stop. Just do the thing." And like Unless the cutscenes are um, presented in you know, like, when they do, like, the black bars on, like, still on, like, widescreen anyway? Yeah. Yep. It's, like, the cutscenes are ultra-widescreen. It's not cropped. It's just they're ultra-widescreen for some reason. I, I, it's, it's just such a weird head-scratcher of a game. No, but, like, that's the thing. And, like, it looks nice. The world looks nice. It does one thing that bothers me. So doing a lot of those little challenges unlocks the map for you to look at to see where things are. But it doesn't, like, you don't do, like, you know do the little challenge and then it open up like this circle. Um, think about having like, um, like a five by five grid. And when you do a challenge, seven random ones fill in instead. Not the whole thing, not a big part of it. It's just seven random ones and they might not be touching. So that's how you unlock the map. So it's constantly like, this is really driving me crazy this is really hitting this is making me anxious that like the map is not being filled in normally i would but like i wouldn't say it's a bad game it's just very confusing right i'd actually say from you for a 3d sonic game it's pretty high praise if there's only one thing that bothers you i mean i like like i like sonic like i'm a sonic apologist i'll finish it like i'll i'll get through it and be like oh you know i'll have an opinion on it it's not so far it's not my favorite but, like, it's also, like, I wouldn't say it's mediocre, but it's just so, it's not what I was expecting at all. I don't know what my expectations were, but, like, I don't know if open world was the right way to go for Sonic. I'm going to say no, because I don't think open world for most things. Pokemon's the only one that's tr- that's convinced me that it was a good idea to go open world, except for the performance. But... Um, I just feel like Sonic's better when it's a tighter set of levels and maybe a hub world. It's just maybe I'm just not far enough in to get it yet. I could see that. Um, I don't yeah. know. A lot of people said that they really liked it, but also to me, it's like hearing that compared to Sonic Forces, Sonic 06, whatever the hell happened in between. Okay. <laughs> Sonic For- Sonic Forces isn't a bad game. It is not a bad game. It's got some weird things to it, but it is not a bad game. I'd say at the at worst, it's like a little media on the more mediocre side, but it's still like it came out at forty bucks. I really don't understand what people are expecting because they they hold it up as like a seventy dollar game. It came out as forty bucks and it was discounted pretty early at launch. So like I paid twenty. Like I like I I don't know what people expected out of that game because also it had to like. It came out after Sonic Mania, which everyone was already like, "Oh my god, I'm coming over this game." Very dear in the E. I'm gonna keep going it. I mean, but I, like, it, it's not a bad game. The only bad one is Sonic 06 and maybe Sonic and the Black Knight. It, but the two Wii games are weird. Sonic and the Secret Rings wasn't that another kind of mediocre one? Yeah, that 
Sonic and the Secret Rings, I feel like at the time it came out, it was fine. But, like, it's one of those, like, it's impossible to go back to it because it's just so... It's like, okay, this that was back when it's like, oh, this is different. It's better than 2006. I see, like, they're trying something new after... I think that might have been where they started doing behind-the-back camera angles. Right. Like, and where you're, like, running and then it switches to 2D. But I just don't feel like it did well. Yeah, that was sort of the Dark Ages. <laughs> that's that's the part that I unfortunately was... knew Sonic for, because that's when I was at the age where I was re- would really be interested in, like, 3D Sonic and having those consoles. So, like, unfortunately, mm. unless I was going back and experiencing the older games in the series... What was coming out at the time for me was like some of the worst entries that the series has ever seen. Mm. Um, I also, I don't know, um, tangent to that topic. I don't necessarily associate quality to, to price. Like for me, I'm perfectly content with a game being $70 if mm. it's an amazing experience. Um, and I would rather spend $70 for a eight-hour game that is tightly and very deliberately made than, you know, pound for pound going, well, because I spent $70, I expect 70 hours out of this thing. And if it gives me any less than that, then that's... I only I only do it when it's like things like this, where it's like, this was a budget title. Like, you could tell it was made on a smaller budget. Hmm. So it's like, this is not... Like, people are like, why does it not have the production values of X, Y, or Z? It's like, because it was a budget title. Like I think people do forget that Sega is not a huge company. I mean, look at the look at the production values of Yakuza. Like they they're good games. A lot of times they look good, but like um they really do feel like very high quality PS2 games. And like that's not a dig, like it's just like it the the, the there's mean, not a lot use, of textures to the, the world. Same, they use the same fucking cities for a specific yeah. reason. <laughs> Yeah, like those are made on a smaller budget. Like most of the budget for those goes to the voice acting, the facial capture, and like the story. And then like the town is like a set dressing. But like it's a big series where like that's one of those like this is an asset flip series. But like it's one that people are fine with because it's like the the towns are their own characters within it. Mm. But like Sega is a small company. It is not a huge company. It is not the behemoth we remember. Yeah, but I need to play more of that. I'll report back next time. Hopefully, I'll have finished Sonic Forces by then, or Sonic uh, Frontiers by then. Um, outside of that, I just finished uh, RE Village in first in third person, and then I played the DLC. I'm surprised since that you, sounded, today. you sounded pretty opposed to third person for Village. So the fact that you went um, through it anyway. I wasn't going, I wasn't going to, but I streamed it and I asked people, "Mike, do you want to see it in third person?" Because I got a key from Capcom because I'm a hashtag Capcom creator. And I'm like, well, if we're going to go through it, let's go through it in third person because I knew, for one, like, I haven't done it. And it'll be, like, a new experience. I can play, do that. But also, two, um, first person gives a lot of people um, motion sickness. And I'm like, well, you know, we'll do third person then so most people, more people can, like, watch. So I did that. That game's not built for third person. It's just not. It's weird. It's like I'm happy that option's there, but it is not. It's not built for it. And you can see how it's not in, like... When you're aiming, like, at least I'm on console, so I can't change the FOV at all in third person. So, like, Ethan takes up, like, a third of the camera all the time, minimum. Or sometimes it zooms in and mo- most of your camera's taken up by, like, Ethan and an enemy that gets really close. But, like, you can't tell if you're aiming correctly or not. Because, like, where the gun's aiming and where, like, the reticle is just seems like they're in different places. Oh, yeah. That would kill me. <clears throat> 
And then I played the DLC, which was literally Asset Flip the DLC. Oh, and yeah. I did not like it at all, really. There was one part I liked, but I was so rose. severely disappointed. And I am a big defender of 7 and 8. I did not like this at all, and I feel like they did a huge disservice to that whole that's the whole arc. And I feel like they just did it to get people to shut up so they can move back on to doing stories about mediocre cops. Yep. But you see my problem with the whole Evelyn part, right? Mm-hmm. I just... Yeah, see, I, but I, it... it has its own shares of problems. And the first mm-hmm. house is a major part of that. Like, the castle part's a terrible part. Like, it's terrible. I was asking people, Mike, I'm about to stop playing this because I hated the castle. Do they have enemies that will grab you? Um, they Like, when enemies grab you, they do a weird thing that looks like a cross between um, sucking the essence out of children and Hocus Pocus and some weird, horrific thing from Beetlejuice. Oh, yeah. The, it was a gruesome, weird combination of those two. The gruesomeness of some of the kills for Rose is, like, really mm. fucking weird. Especially because she's, like, 16, and they yeah. really, like... Horror games really, really like to show horrific things happening to women. Yeah. It's it's very odd. It's a lot different than when you see it happen to a guy, because, like, it's almost so much worse when they show it. Because she's a 16-year-old girl, and, like, you see her face get peeled off and stuff. Yeah. Oh, man. And, like, I don't know, like, the first section was super terrible, and, like, nothing was really explained. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like I learned nothing in the process of doing that. Yeah. And, like, the whole time, Rose is running around, she's like, I don't understand, and she's talking to, like, a text message. The equivalent of, like, an on-the-wall text message most of the game. <laughs> or most of the thing. And then, like, the second area, they go back to the house, um, like, the the second house, the ben, um, ben Viento house. And, like, that area was cool, but, like, at that point, I was just so over everything. And then they brought back more of those stupid enemies with the so- long grab sequences so you know i know the, that whole area was like j- your fears jacked up to 11 yeah so you know the part where she the the giant ass doll is just literally chasing you yeah if you had fucked with the frame rate in any way that part was nearly impossible oh did they, she speed up too much or something she, yep she speeds up too much to the point that when you get to you know when you're booking it down this corridor to make a right into another room and you have to shimmy through one of the rooms mm-hmm. she catches you every single time you're trying to do, initiate the shimmy interesting so it literally broke the game for anyone that was playing on PC and fucked with the frame rate it's really sad because I really like the idea of that second house like I don't like four stealth sections but if like the whole thing yeah, like it has like the first section's action, slow-paced action, but they wanted to play it as high as like high pace. Yeah. The second one was uh, stealth and um, adventure, which I liked that, but like at that point it was too late and I was too annoyed. Yeah. And then the last section was like weirdly stupid combat. Oh yeah, that that and, like third, it was all it was all part, reused. Stuff. I think ne- did not need to happen. I think the explanation of what happens, who the the writing on the wall is. And literal lore room was good enough. Mm-hmm. I think you yeah, could lore room was like, oh my god, is this is is this the lore dump room? When I walked into it, because I saw all the no- the notes laying around. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, ah, good old Capcom, you never change. <laughs> I even said at one point, Kimber, have you beaten the game? I've beaten the main game. I haven't played the DLC. Okay, 
Okay, do you care about any type of spoiler stuff Well, especially if it wasn't good, I definitely don't. Okay, I mean, like, I I got to the last area, and I'm like, I was looking around, I'm like, before I even saw any characters, I'm like, at that point, because I've seen so much stuff reused, I'm like, I swear to God, if they reuse the same final boss of the game, Mm -hmm. because I had also just beaten the main game Mm -hmm. in the same stream that I started this, like, I swear to God, I hope they do not re- they reuse the boss fight, but, like, you have magical mold oh. powers, which, like, it was a much better version of it. Yeah. But I was just still annoyed. I was just like... I mean, I did enjoy... Like, really? I did enjoy the final fight, so that's not really... Oh, I, I I, don't hate it, but it's like, when I was playing through it, I was like, really? people were watching me just, like, unload all of my ammo into this final boss. Yeah. And I was like, how much health does she have? Yeah, it was, it I am was out ridiculous. of ammo. It was ridiculous. I remember... She was just too much of, like... I remember having to go back to the Duke after I failed a couple of times just so that I could buy his ammunition because my guns, when I got mm-hmm. to her, weren't at, like, full capacity. And, mm-hmm. yeah, I mean, if you if you have half clips, you're not getting through that fight. The least they could have done is provided some ammo mid-fight or had, like, a... They do have some, but it's, like, it's only a little bit. You'll get, like, ten handgun bullets, yeah. which is, like, haha, or, like, two shotgun shells. You're like, I... I need more than this. <laughs> and like I I played this back when it came out and I think I went through it like twice. I don't remember. It's it's been a year and a half. And I was like, I don't remember this being this bad. I don't remember this fight being this frustrating. But at least like in the DLC it was more fun because uh at that point Rose gets all of her powers so you like you press B and like left or right and she just does like a instant transmission cold steel the hedgehog type of move. Yeah. So like it's a lot more fun. Um, but they did take out the quick healing and the block button in the DLC, which I just, when you're playing through eight, you're used to blocking in the quick heal and the quick heal button was replaced with her powers, which some of the powers, all the useful powers, um, had like ammo to them. And for sometimes you just won't have any ammo for it. So you're like, oh sweet, the enemies are coming after me. I have no way of stopping them and ammo and like using your guns doesn't stop them quick enough because you're supposed to freeze them and then stop them. So, and not having the block button, which would have made being grabbed by all those annoying ass t- stupid enemies earlier in the game a lot easier. I was really but, bad about blocking uh, overall, anyway, uh, so. <laughs> mm-hmm. Blocking's a lot harder to remember to do in third person because you notice it, like, your reaction in first person would be like, oh shit, throw your hands up. Uh, in third person, you don't think about that. Oh, that's so, right. The whole DLC's in third person, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, they they took that out. I guess, but like in the main game, you're in third person. I kept forgetting to block. I'm like, oh yeah, I forgot a block is there because for me it was uh, it's close to my face. I'm a block, but in that it's like I don't know how close it is to Ethan. And they have the enemies that like this is a problem with all of the RE Engine Resident Evil games. Enemies, at least in, like in the third person ones, I can't really say so much in first person because I don't remember it being that much of a problem. Uh, enemies seem to magnetize to you, and you'll see them like not be close enough, but their grab range extends far past where their arms end, and you'll see them like kind of quickly zip over and grab you. It's like how? So every time that happened with Rose, I get so frustrated because the cl- the grab animation is I think at least f- eight seconds long, eight to ten seconds long, and you can't do anything about it. You can't break out of it. It's and it's so frustrating. It is so frustrating. You have no supplies during most of it. Because they wanted to strip it down and make it more horror, which I appreciate that, but they wanted it to be action at the same time. So it's like, pick one. Do you want this to be a horror experience, or do you want this to be an action one? Don't make this an action game with no ammo. Right now, that's what it is. It is a slow action game with no ammo. Like, what do you want me to do? 
but I'll probably never play that DLC again. Like, I'll, I'll replay the two DLCs from 7 before I'll ever replay Shadows of Rose. And it sucks because I was really looking forward to it. I'm a huge defender of 7 and 8, and I cannot defend that one. It just felt like the Silent Hill Revelation movie where Heather's running around and is screaming, like, with her mouth open, not knowing what's going on. That's what it felt like with guns. Yeah, I mean, I'm not I'm not entirely surprised that that's the angle they took, considering just how many times in the base game Resident Evil Village I would hear Ethan just being like, what was that? Oh, what? But see, oh, man. But see, that... But, like, that... I can understand that a bit more, but apparently flash forward in the future so by the way the the end of the dlc is the epilogue for eight so like everything that happens happens before that epilogue scene so it doesn't actually move the story along it just tells you what happens the day before (laughs) so like that felt like a big cop out to me because i'm like i want to see what happened after but apparently in the time in the 16 years of rose's life um mia and in um chris never once told uh rose anything about ethan (laughs) she's like i don't know any i don't even know the first thing about my father other than he died protecting me and his name's ethan it's like they didn't tell you anything like i understand trauma i understand it might be hard but like they didn't be like oh your dad did this you know your dad was an engineer nothing she's like i know nothing about my dad i'm like how does she know nothing about him well this is coming from so she her mom is me is clam trap mia who just like decided that it's not worth telling ethan that he's not real at any point in his existence like mia didn't know that real mia didn't know anything about that mia i thought i thought she did to it uh she didn't know that he i don't remember her saying that she didn't i'd have to i don't remember her saying that at least today yeah, like, that was the big secret that she didn't want to tell Ethan. Like, there was a note that's like, I, I can't tell him, right? Uh, or it was, at, mm-hmm. no, it was in the second house in Beneviento, because that's what the recordings were about. She knew what Ethan was, and she couldn't bring herself to tell uh, him. I don't know. But anyway, no, not even Chris thought to, like, be like, your dad did this your dad liked doing that it's just it's such a weird omission so like your, your dad like getting his left arm just cut off <laughs> it was just like plot hole like you're just stepping so so far into plot holes constantly in that game like the dlc it's like i just don't see the purpose of this existence yeah so i'm that puts me at the point where i'm like if nine doesn't actually give me any like if nine comes out and it has nothing to do with this i'm probably just done with the series entirely at this point i'll just play seven and eight um but like that's that's kind of where i'm at i'm just so disappointed in this and it just feels like they wanted to just get rid of the ethan storyline as soon as possible because the fandom is terrible about it that like i'm just like fuck us i guess the people who like seven and eight yeah i I very much like I, i played through village and i emerged from it being like that was very okay and that's my general sentiment. It's like around... a fun little. It's a fun action game. It's like you know, it's a fun little playthrough of an action game. But like, I'd rather play seven. I can agree with that. Seven was more fun, more of the time. I don't know about that, but I'm. But I'm hoping with this, this will be the last time we have to talk about Resident <laughs> Evil Village on this podcast. Welcome Please, to the Resident the Evil Saurus. 
I mean, wasn't that the beginning of this fucking show? <laughs> I mean that, yeah. I, um, I mean that was during yeah. Kyo's Resident Evil era, where that was like new yeah. and hip. So once again, I played RE7 on what? What, what the fuck is it called? Um, it, hardcore? I don't fucking know. <laughs> What's the what's the stupid hard mode for seven? Oh, uh, Shadow. No, Madhouse. Sorry, Village. Madhouse. 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 Uh, so I played it on Madhouse, and I'm like, what the fuck does that mean? I don't even know how you get there. <laughs> Madhouse changes everything up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But anyway, yeah, those are the only games I think I have played. I'm trying to think if I played anything else. Uh, I finally opened Bayonetta. I just because uh, I saw they're making another game, I'm like finally I'll just open it and play. Yeah, you, it. it's, or, it's Origins. It has no connection to what this is. <laughs> I absolutely yeah. it was just. Well, it's like oh, there'll be another one, and I know I'm going to get it. So I'm like, I see the one thing. I'll, I'll get into it once I finish Bayonetta and play it. I was just imagining you're like you just you saw your box of Bayonetta. You're like, okay, today's the day. You open it up. You take a big whiff well, of I the CD. Well, I paid hundred bucks for it, so I'm gonna. There's no CD. There are. It had the game, and then it had sealed cases for one and two that had box art, so that all three of them had a uniform box art to them. And then there is a a art book which I have no. Oh, yet. was this the Switch game? I have. I think I have the same yeah. thing. Yeah. So I got Bayonetta two, and it came with Bayonetta one inside. No, this was Bayonetta three. Mas- Trip Trinity Masquerade. It basically just gave you all of them cases for all three games. Yeah. Unfortunately, like one, one style. Unfortunately, I I bought the other two when they were a collection of just the two. So now I gotta buy three mm. and get you know a massive glover's worth of collections of bayonettas if I want to play three. I mean, it doesn't come. It didn't come with the games of one and two. It just came with like alternate box art. But they gotcha. just gave you instead of just giving you the box art, they gave you new cases as well that are sealed. Okay. Like it, I thought it was weird. I'm like, oh, I thought this came with something else. But I thought it was just gonna have box art. But I'm like, I guess it's nice i guess if you have these digitally or something i just want something on a shelf like it's it's a weird thing i just whatever i just want the i really just wanted the uh art book and how far did he make it in just like level one i did play a little oh, bit I, have, I, I haven't played he, it yet he just oh, opened okay. it <laughs> he literally I just you, opened it and installed it to get my oh coins my God. okay well then ken that's it <laughs> what have you actually played nothing i was I was playing, playing Papa. Playing jet lag. <laughs> yeah, he got to meet his daughter. Right. That's yes. a fun game. I cried, she cried, the toaster cried, everyone cried. I think there's an achievement if you get through it without crying. <laughs> oh, so you're going to go back anytime soon again? Um, are going to try to? Uh, they're going to try to come here in February, and we're going to do the whole thing again, but I'm debating... Whether or not to, because depending on how good the end is, it looks like maybe not many people are going to go and come here. So it might be time to just be like, I'm going to take like every other month and just do a weekend trip and just to go see them Mm -hmm. and all that stuff. Is it a relatively affordable flight? I always feel like there's still a pretty big gulf there to cross. I, um, it'll probably be like $500 again. Okay. Not terrible for a flight. I mean, not great, but... But I'll be uh, on standby, so that's the only thing. But I realized... Yeah, no. Uh, it'll, probably only be like, it'll probably only be hard like in spring initially, and then in summer. Yeah. So, but 
It was nice. Went to Japan. Did all the Japan things. Got drunk off my fucking mind. Because I don't drink when I'm here. So. Yeah, was she nice. sad that you weren't an iPad? Yeah, she was like... she. It, it broke her little mind. She goes... She was staring at the iPad, then staring at me, then staring at the iPad. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, oh, no, no, I'm, I'm a real person. And then just, I got the best hug in the whole fucking world. Mm. Felt nice. I didn't want to, I didn't want to let go. And then when I had to leave, they, the, 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 it, it fucking wrecked me. <laughs> yeah. I told you, I'm like, it's going to be harder to leave. It, it was gonna be. It, it was uh, pretty hard to leave, and then, um, yeah, and I, I found out this whole new thing because it's it's been a while since I've been to J- Japan. So now, like, all these menus now they're all digitally, and you can order via Line. So Line made uh, a a basically a menu, like app, for certain restaurants, and then they translated mm. it into whatever language your line is in. So there is a there is a uh, uh, a menu that was just literally this. It's the literal translation of what the the oh, dish is those. called. Uh, did you get mother and child rice? Yeah. <laughs> so I got that. That's one of my favorite. I love that one. <laughs> Sucking meat. Oh no. <laughs> yeah, and then um. I, I met up with uh, Nohei and his wife, and we just got blasted drunk to the point that his wife took us to a gay bar, and that was <laughs> fun. And literally, it was a gay bar because the guy was just literally in a thong. It's like a 50-year-old man who's, like, fat and, like, just the standard salary man who's in a thong <laughs> and just loves fucking tequila. And if there's one thing that I, mean, I never, I never fuck with, it's tequila. <laughs> you guys seen Dama Dama in the middle of the gay bar? No, 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 no. We we ain't doing Dama Dama. <laughs> We're not doing that in the gay bar. It's a song about regrets. I don't want to sing about regrets in the gay bar. <laughs> it's fine. It's not fine. <laughs> Wait, did you call Bakamitai Dame Dame? That, yes. Yeah, Bakamitai. Yeah. I forgot the real name. No, I, it took me a second. And I'm like, wait, what? Yeah, that's that's <laughs> the hook. That's the that's the important part. <laughs> Dame Dane? Yeah. I don't want to be singing that. I don't want to sing. And then apparently they were like Dame, doing like all Dame, these fucking, fucking hype for the... Uh, the Geats versus Revice versus uh, Ryuga movie. So they 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 stealthily announced that like past um, Ryuga writer or uh, Ryuga writer Ryuki writers are gonna be in it. Mm-hmm. So they announced like Ryuga that was gonna be in it. And he wasn't formally announced. So, like all the ads were really nice. Then they had a pop up store in Tokyo Station where. Let me try pulling out here. Where they had a one-to-one stand E. Ryuga. Is uh, Ryuga the evil version of uh, Yuki? Yeah. 
He's the dark. I never one. seen that that series. So, well, the Blu-ray is going to come out next month or next year. <laughs> yeah, I need a Sonic Kakuga. Wait, are they just going to hop around? No, he doesn't. For series. No, are they just going to hop around for releases? Because if it goes in Kuga to Duki, they're skipping Agito? Yeah, I don't know why. I, I would assume that they would have done um, Agito, but I think because of the fact that the the next movie is tying into Ryuki. So. Mm. Yeah, they probably got the rights to the movie. Mm. And the I mean, Ryuki... it's fine. They can hop around. It's fine. And then they were like, yeah, we got the true ending movie. And I'm like, you know, Ryuki has like so many fucking endings. I don't know which one you're going to do. <laughs> they got the TV ending and then they got the dark ending where everyone fucking dies. And then they were like, no, this is the true ending. It ends up being like fucking Clue after a while. <laughs> <laughs> that could have happened, but this is what actually happened. <laughs> You see, I've so, I've figured it out. I've solved the riddle. Yeah, I figured it out. I'm gonna go home. That's it. And see my wife. Baro is on the case. Yes, yes, yes. And then I I went to uh, Fujisawa, and then they had these uh, they had this restaurant that was just like literally uh, like I like I never left home. <laughs> That's great. They've they've exported it. Oh, was this the Hawaii place that your daughter was wondering where you were? Yeah. <clears throat> was they, any of the food actually local Hawaiian food? It, it was like with Japan twist, like it always fucking is. <laughs> like the poke has like like weird crap on it as well. <laughs> How much stuff had tarako in it? Um, like several of the items. Too much. Yeah. Yeah, that's just nasty. Yeah. Overall, I had a good time. I got you. I got you the Resident Evil games that you were missing. It was mm. like I didn't know. I didn't know that there was a specific Z version of it. Yeah, start starting with um seven. They started doing D and Z. Mm. The Z ones are still like censored, but like not as bad. But like I, I've gotten to the point where I just have all the other ones. Mm. Like in Japanese, that is just like a compo- like I'll probably still get have to get Biohazard Four, even though I don't want to buy it, just to have it for collection purposes. Once it comes out in Japan, like a year later, though. You know what's funny? So the PS Five version of Resident Evil Village was cheaper than the PS Four version, and do you know why? The reasons why is because no one has a PS Five. One of it's known as a PS5, and the PS4 versions also include a free digital version of the PS5 version. Mm. But if is it just uplinked, or is it per code? Uh, you you have to use the disc as an unlock. So, like, for Japan, they actually make you pay a buck yeah. for it. Like, they're not free, but, like, the disc is just the unlock. So, like, anyone can do it. Yeah. It's so just it was only, you have to have the other like disc. Three bucks or something like that, cheaper. So I was like, all right, I'll just get the PS5 version. I just yeah, so I don't happened care. To, I just like whatever works. I just so happened to be in a shop that I was just like, oh shit, I gotta find you your Resident Evil games. Because I, I went to um, Book Off, and Book Off, they, they were more expensive at Book Off, honestly. I think uh, RE3 was like 20 bucks. So, mm-hmm. and then. How much was uh, Village? Village was like twenty eight or something like that. Okay, that's not bad. 
But, yeah, that's about but, the price here without the DLC. Yeah, and book, I don't want to buy the DLC. Yeah, Book Off had three for twenty four, and Village for like thirty six. I think. Mm-hmm. Three is so, not worth more than twenty, really. I think yeah. you paid what fifteen. Um, yeah, give or take, if I converted it correctly. But it was like it was like nineteen. Or, yeah, nineteen hundred. Oh, the conversion rate being so bad over there right now, like I got a year of plus for thirty five dollars off Amazon for my Japanese account. Yeah, that's why I was like, if I go again, which I probably will, I'm gonna have to be doing some major spending. And like, so like another thing is too, like the end was so bad, so I took over seventeen hundred on this trip, and I got like hmm. six hundred more dollars equivalently, and I just didn't use anything, and I spent a day at a hotel. That I just was like, yeah, let me just spend a whole day, a day at a hotel, because why the fuck not? I have so much money at this point, mm-hmm. and I still came home with like eight hundred dollars. <laughs> nice. So, I, like, I didn't buy anything. Like, the lot, the the most splurging I did was to do my send off to the witch, which which a poor choice of words that I just used right now. <laughs> That must be a really odd thing to do. You're like, oh, I'm going to Japan and meet my daughter for the first time and pick up the witch's last four movies. Yeah, and a magazine <laughs> cover. Yeah, and I also got to see a good friend of mine that I haven't seen since like the, the pandemic and stuff like that. And he's just as no, um, he's just as skibby as I am. So when we were when we got the magazine, he was like, "Can I look at it?" And I was like, "Yeah, go go right ahead." And it's just like, "Ooh, oh." Oh, oh, yeah. He's. I don't married. think I have that had a friendship with anybody. He, he, Wait, is that Nohei? No, no. <laughs> he's married, and his wife watches him like a fucking hawk because of. Uh, it's just a skippy. <laughs> so it's just really Can't fucking funny. <laughs> but overall, I enjoyed my time in Japan. I walked like nine miles almost every day, and I'm like my feet are mm-hmm. just like dying. <laughs> Yeah, that was my and experience in as Europe, As a person too. that has... As a person that has plactar fasciitis, that fucking sucked. Yeah. I don't know what that is. It so sucks. My dad the arch, has it, too. The, arch, the arches in my foot spaz... It doesn't go flat. It spazzes up. So, uh, it, makes it, so it makes it like I'm stepping on my arches instead. Instead of being mm. flat foot. So, fucking sucks. <laughs> Gotta get those hopes. Sounds like it. But yeah, no. Um, I ate a lot of good sushi. I I pretty much paid for a meal of three for like sixty bucks, which it would be like you know triple that amount in in over here. Right in in yeah. post inflation America. <laughs> yeah, inflation America, and and the fact that it's not real good sushi. Like I I spoiled myself. My stomach can't handle sushi here anymore. Yeah, I always feel like I'm really pretentious when I tell people that I won't eat sushi here, but it's like it just, it just tastes it's, it's not even it's, yeah, it's like tastes it tastes different, different it just prepared differently mm. and just like how how they do it is just like so bad. It's like not even mm. worth it personally. Yeah, and like I, I'm in the Midwest, so like a lot of the stuff by the time we get it doesn't have a lot of flavor because it's been frozen for too long. Yeah, so it's just like it's whatever. So and then also we went... everywhere here just gives you fucking shrimp and shrimp is the worst sushi. I'm sorry, it's the yeah. worst one. Yeah, <laughs> and then I went to this place that's near Ameyokucho. It's like in between like 
like um Ochanumizu and Akiba, which is like right in the stations right next to each other. And it's like fucking keyboard heaven. Like the gacha, the gacha machine is mm. literally just let me let me pull this up here. The gacha machine is just literally random ass switches and keycaps if you wanna. Just randomly Ooh. pull switches <laughs> for like two bucks. Huh. That is very interesting. Man, Man I want another gush bun machine. I want a real one. Like, I have one, but I want the one with all the metal parts. Yeah, internally. So, there's that. I mean, if I went to a hard, a hard off, I could probably find a machine. Mm-hmm. There's also that where it's the keycaps, and then you can get the stickers that you can manually put on yourself. Oh, no, thank you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it has all like the the cases and the the wirings. It's like it was it was pretty interesting overall. Like, and then they have like what the custom boards look like. I didn't I didn't have time to go to there's, Muscle Mommy Bar. Uh, yeah, there's got to be at least a that's dual a, wheel somewhere here. Yeah, no, because I was staying with um Kyohei, oh with Nohei for like a couple of days, so I wasn't able to. I, I felt bad if I was like, yeah, I'm just getting plastered at a at a muscle mommy bar and doesn't come home till like nine p.m. <laughs> mm-hmm. And then when I when I wasn't with him, I was with my daughter. <laughs> I can't mm-hmm. be like, see you later. <laughs> so, I mean, you yeah. could have taken her with you so she could uh, see her future as a Josie Pro wrestler. Yes, if it doesn't yes, work out. yes. I really want that. I really fucking want that. But her mom is just like, yeah, no, nah, she doesn't want that. <laughs> That's why, like, you have to slowly work on incepting that idea in her head, like, a, while she gets older. It's like, yeah, yeah, you know. So, every, so just every single like time bit. there is these these advertisements because they're they're advertising for like one of the bigger events that they they're gonna have in um, at the end of the year. And then every single time I saw an ad with her on the train, mm. I would point at it and say, doesn't that look interesting? <laughs> just just slowly accepting the mind, like, one of these days we're going to go to one of these events. And then that's when I'll get her. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, this is her when she got her, 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 her toys. So... All nice. A little Snoopy doll has like a little bell on it, so she was just like ringing that thing like crazy. I was yeah, like, those yeah. are almost like that turtle's almost as big as her. <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> so she was happy. Her, I'm happy you got to go. Her, her, um, my mom gave her like a bunch of Disney s- s- stuff that I'm like, I don't know if she's gonna fit this in like six months. She probably won't because it's it's per age, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. So, I'm like, well, I guess that'll give me time to go go again. Yeah. But yeah, overall, I had a good time. It's nice and cool. Like I said, it was like fifty-five degrees. Just walking around in a sweater. Were you in? You were in Tokyo, right? Yeah, I was in Tokyo. Had the okay, day, right. had the day to myself. Went to the beach. Went to um, Enoshima. But yeah, while I was away, though, 
Some, something happened. That oh. If you want to just talk about it briefly. The Game Awards? Yeah. I was about to say, you probably didn't get to see any of the shit from that. Um, I, I, I did I did a watch along today with, with other streamers. Gotcha. Um, so well, I'll be honest, I forgot most of what happened during it. Yeah, I, I, I mean, we're only the paying memes. attention to the trailers. Uh, the only things I remember that were like stood out that were interesting were Death Stranding 2, uh, Restranding. Restranding, yeah. Which I'm curious what they're going to do, because Fragile is not all wrinkly or anything so, in that, so I'm really... I don't... You, do you think... You think it's the past? Or do you think it's no, present? Did you think no, she healed? Well, Sam is older. She looks younger, and it looks like they have a child. So unless something with the end of the game reversing what happened with the Death Stranding on her or them finding a way in, he could literally write it in any way. I don't know what he will. Uh- yeah, apparently um, he rewrote the games because he was just like, I have these magical powers of what happened. <laughs> no, really. Yeah, dude writes stuff and he's a little too prophetic at times. So um, I don't know because, like, it also, I think, if I read, if I saw it correctly on one of the ships, it said it was called Draw Bridges and not yeah. Bridges. So, so I think also it's going to connect to the other countries, I think. Yeah. Because it looks like they'll be going across and. Like, it looks, water was involved a lot yeah. in there, so I'm curious how it's going to be. Like, it's really, like, the there was so much shown, but I, there's nothing I can really comment on, because I, I just do not know where they're going, because I felt like the first game was pretty cut and dry, but yeah, if anyone can give a good reason for the existence of a sequel they make, it's him. Yeah. Yeah, like I said, it it, it would be pretty darn difficult to try and make a... A, a sequel to this game. There are several ways you could, but to make mm-hmm. it believable, it'd be kind of difficult because of the fact that it had a definite beginning and end to this game. Mm-hmm. Where it explained there... a lot of things, unless you were to be shown what happens on the other side of the world. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So. Yeah, so until we hear more, I, I, it looks cool. I just... I, 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 have not, I don't know. A, lot, don't a know. lot of people are like, well, I wonder if it's going to be like how the first game was, where, like, it didn't make a whole lot of fucking sense unless you played the game, and then you rewatch the trailer, and you'd be like, oh, shit, kind of thing. <laughs> oh, I should rewatch the original trailers, because I never did that. Yeah, so that, that, that was one of the major, major things there. And then Armor Core... Armored Core looks like it's going to be pretty cool. Um, I'm happy it's not going to be a Souls-like game. It's just going to be balls to the hard. <laughs> yeah. Balls to the wall yep. hard of like, oh yeah, hey, you have like 40% damage on this one item. Yeah. Hey, you know, you didn't do maintenance on it. So now you're our, jammed. Our Good horrible luck. difficulty <laughs> practices have been encouraged for so long we don't know how to make it easy. Have fun. Have fun. <laughs> I am excited to see they finally announced the game from Ken Levine that they've been working on for the past uh, eight years. You mean not not Bioshock? <laughs> yeah, not not Bioshock. It's called Judas. Uh, and like they probably only been working on this for like the past two or three years because he likes to get so far on a project and just up and cancel it. Yeah. They have a huge turnover because he's a terrible person to work with. I work for so. 
I'm interested in seeing it. Um, yeah, I'm. I'm I wondering don't... how they're gonna do this because we're getting to that point that we're we're getting to the mind of the original creators making things that they were mostly ma- made famous for, and sometimes mm. it works and sometimes it doesn't. Like Callisto Protocol mm. is one of the rare, one of the glaring uh, examples of of. Yeah, this ain't working out. So it could go one of two ways, to be honest. Yeah, I saw some. I saw a broken place on that. She's like, it's like Dead Space with dodging. She's like, it's not really stream fun to watch. So she said it's not bad. It's just it, it looks to me. It looks very. It looks whatever. Well, when looks I saw average. some people that it the difficulty gets pretty bad. So mm. yeah, I, I just I've heard very mixed things. Other people said it was bad or just like it's all right. So I'm hoping Judas is interesting. Like I'm just I I saw the trailer. I'm like, okay, we'll see when this comes out, whenever that may be. I know that contrary to our prior predictions, uh, their anti foreign game did not prevent Elden Ring from winning. Um, what? Oh no, Elden Ring doesn't doesn't get taken doesn't get um affected by this. Yeah. If you're a prolific enough, really popular series, Final Fantasy, uh, Elden, like Souls, stuff like that, they're games that are not Western by design, but they don't feel too Japanese uh, in execution either. Gotcha. So, mm. so like, it was ruling out Xenoblade Three was on like, yeah, Xenoblade Three was on there, and I'm like, this is too Japanese and niche. It's too much of like, this is a literal JRPG that doesn't have the brand name of Final Fantasy, so like, it's not gonna win. Um, it was mostly awards. If there was like a big thing, it was like, is it going to be God of War or is it going to be Elden Ring? And it was mostly God of War until Game of the Year, and it was Elden Ring. Yeah. Although I think Stray put up a pretty strong fight because Cat, but still, um, I thought that was pretty funny <laughs> that it made so made it so damn far in the running for being more or less an Annapurna indie game. Um, it's impressive. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the Bayonetta game they announced looks weird, but like I'll probably get it anyway. It's like when they announced that, I'm like Bayonetta's gonna win whatever it's up for, because there's no way that they would do a reveal for a Bayonetta game after everything that's happened with Bayonetta this year, unless Bayonetta is winning an award. <clears throat> and I'm trying to think of what else they what, that was announced that looked interesting. It was really not that much. It was kind of a waste of time. <laughs> Uh well, but I wanted to try and win a Steam Deck, so there was um there was a very talented and enthusiastic flute player, and there was also yes. Um, I thought Timber, I thought you of all people would be excited for Hades too. Oh, oh yeah. yeah, I forgot about Hades Thank too. You. Also, also Dead Cells is getting um Castlevania content. Yeah, but here's the problem with Hades too. I haven't beaten Hades one yet. <laughs> So I'm what not. What the fuck, Timburn? <laughs> I got to the final boss, but I can't beat the final boss. So that's where I am. <laughs> and All then right. after that, I probably have to do like a million runs again because that game is to get the infinite. true ending or whatever. Fuck. Yeah, which All I'm right. not sure I have the I'm, I... endurance for. But I'm like dozing off. Can we? Can we just go to questions, please? <laughs> well, hold on. We we didn't even talk about Rabbi Bill Clinton. This is a very important... Uh, there's not really much... The dude showed up on screen, he got uh, brought to the 
police station. Yeah. Potentially what he was saying might have been alt-right dog whistle, but like I've heard, I have not gotten that confirmed. I'm like, I, can I believe what random people are saying on Twitter? Yeah. I just don't know how he got on stage. Well, that's the thing. Like, if you, I'm just if so you confused followed along, that. he just like shadowed. He's walked up. Yeah, he just shadowed the the people coming up and complete act like you belong. Like, no one questioned that. Like, maybe he's a translator. Maybe like no one, no one knew mm-hmm. um, until he opened his mouth. Oh, speaking of translator, my favorite thing was watching um, Miyazaki give his acceptance speech and watching the translator die inside every time he started rambling on because <laughs> like he'd start to say a sentence but then he would like seem like he was going to finish and he kept going and like you just see <laughs> the translator's eyes get big for a moment and he's like fuck i have to remember this and I, like you i thought like after the first time of doing it, miyazaki would be like okay you know he, he saw that it was like maybe too long he kept doing it and they got longer and the dude's just like uh because like translating is a hard job and like there's only so much the human mind can remember at one time, especially if it's like tech, like industry jargon. And like the dude's just like, Oh my God. And yeah. especially if I have it's a screenshot on, of him somewhere the, on the fly translations. Yeah. If yeah. there's one thing that I fucking hate the most, it's on the fly translations. I, I like imagining it's something like those scenes where someone rant, like rattles off about a paragraph of Japanese. And then the guy just goes, he agrees. <laughs> yeah uh i do before we go over to questions uh i wonder if i should just save these for for next time there were two other games i realized that i actually did play in addition to the other ones i already talked about but ken's dying what the hell timber (laughs) i don't know i it it's kind of funny because okay so the first one should be pretty short like haha funny or like my my I'm dead inside funny. Uh, both. Uh, first of all, <laughs> have either of you heard about the decompiled um, source code version of Ocarina of Time? Yes. No. Yes. Um, I, don't I don't have a... Remember what, do, you, do you remember the um, PC port of, of um, Super, Mario. Super Mario 64, Ken? Yeah. Okay, so it's, it's like that, that, but Ocarina of Time, basically. Yeah, All right. <laughs> but it's it was super. It was it was more than I I dreamed of for it because I was like, okay, let me give it a shot. Maybe it'll make it easier for me to like stream this for the charity. And I hopped in and I was like, oh, it's running natively. It's not chunking up a whole bunch of my system resources. There's a menu in here that lets me control other aspects, so I can change like Link's clothes. I can change Navi's color. I can change the frame rate to not run at 20 frames a second, which was amazing. I actually got to play it at. Mm-hmm. Uh, 60 frames. I did try pumping it to my actual refresh rate at 144, but that did break the hell out of it, so I just was like, okay, 60's fine. Um, but then on top of that, it has a built-in randomizer and also integration for uh, that Twitch thingy where people can just mess with you. I forget what it's called. But it's capable of that. Crowd control. Crowd control, yeah. And you can do all of that straight through uh, the, the executable. It's amazing. So, uh, I, I highly recommend it for, especially for anybody who hasn't played Ocarina of Time, uh, as long as you have a valid ROM of the game, um, it will work with that ROM. So, I think, I think so it if I've never played Ocarina of Time, I can play this game. Will it be a game that I can understand what the fuck to do? Because like I said, that beginning, that beginning dungeon, it took me how long to find out that I had to shoot something up at 
this little tiny fucking square. So what? Beginning dungeon in Breath of the Wild? No. In Ocarina? Ocarina of Time. Oh. Well, it's not going to fix that because it's still the same game. Like, uh, fundamentally, nothing about it's changed. If you want, you can play the Master Quest version, which changes the dungeons entirely. Maybe you'll stand a better chance, but they're generally designing uh, them. The, the game enough. doesn't handhold you at all, so that's why it's a terrible game. No, no, it handholds you plenty. Uh, you get in the dungeon, and Navi goes. I had wow, to look at a commercial to find out what the fuck to do. <laughs> There's literally a part where, like, you go up to the vine wall next to a chest, and she's like. Hey, it looks like this is a rough surface you can climb. And then you do it and it advances you. Like you just gotta Where does it say aim your aim your slingshot at this one point of time to open the door? It's an eyeball. Don't you wanna shoot the eyeball? No. I didn't even know it was there. I literally saw a commercial <laughs> for the game, a Japanese commercial of the game that literally showed how to do that and then i found out how to do it and then after that i didn't play the game anymore but you got to understand like that game it's it's actually interesting that you'd struggle with it just because that game not only was like the introduction for a lot of people of like this is how you puzzle in the legend of zelda if you never played a zelda game before but even if you have it's an introduction to the concept of like playing a game in the third dimension so in in my opinion it actually gives you way more tutorializing than you would ever want because it's trying to make it very clear does it that, say like, hey, press this is z 3D. to look up d- d- timber timber that's that's the thing does it say at any part of that portion of that dungeon push z to look up well first you don't press z to look up you press uh triangle up to look up or yes yeah triangle but, is it, on the N64 button. computer? Oh, yeah. On a C, you use a C button in order to look up. The Z button is just a Z target. That's no one narrow. calls it triangle. That it's ain't C a triangle. <laughs> it's a yellow triangle that points up. <laughs> no, it's not a triangle. It's C up. Yellow it, triangle in circle. It's C up. C up. But yeah. Um, I don't know if it does, actually. And I do it, seem to, and I do seem to remember me. being stuck in that room for a while, too, the first time. Just you because. told me that you were stuck in that room when you were a child as well. And yeah. that's when we got the joke that I fucking am like a child playing these games. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but that's great because, like, every dungeon builds on the last. So, like, after you've gotten over being stuck in the first one, going forward, you now know to, to look around in your environment and you'll notice this stuff, right? No, I took the game out and ripped it and <laughs> went straight to games and sold it. <laughs> well, um... Uh, I, I don't know what to say. It also has multiplayer, so I we could save you that way. You could do like a co-op playthrough of the decompiled okay. version, so that someone can look up on your behalf. All right. What, what what's the other game that you <laughs> yeah. played? The me? other game will surprise both of you because it is something Con- I've never played me. before. I played That's through a lot of games. The entirety of Call of Duty Infinite Warfare. That doesn't surprise me because you like Call of Duty. Um, so I didn't. <laughs> I'm done. I'm done. Oh no! You also said you were buying. You were getting it last time. I think we had an episode. Did I say that I was getting it? Oh. Um. Uh, you said that it was. You heard it was good, and you wanted to play it. I think. Yeah. So I did end up playing through the entire campaign for it. Um. It. I almost dropped it at the start because I thought that it was like. Kind. It felt generic at the start. 
but around the time when they introduce Mercury, where you have a rotation of gravity close to the sun, and the whole thing with it is like anytime you have to cross the surface, you have to do it in the dark portions. Otherwise, when the sun's out there, you're, you're like gonna melt from the the heat and the therm and and then you'd get to the indoor sections and the whole thing is that it's solar powered so anytime it was facing the sun the building would have power and the minute it'd go to the dark side you'd be generatorless and have to navigate through the dark with a flashlight it was just a really really cool level design and pretty much from that point forward every other level going forward it was just like new creative thing after new creative thing that made it really fun to get through um Plus, you also have a halfway decent story in the form of, like, the characters. The writing on some of the characters is really good. Your Robo-Pal is a really interesting character. Probably the best one in the series Simper. that I've seen Simper. so far. I like the fact that you're you're telling me about this, but you won't play any other AAA games that I recommend. <laughs> and you have... It's the exact same cookie-quarter kind of things with story that is just as good but you won't give it a chance well so so the first thing is which triple not counting returnal which i i I know about that one that's still pinned um what was one of the other ones that i ignored you disrupt you dis out just blasted horizon i did um i do want to give a chance to horizon um i still have to play it it does have the problem of being an open world game and i do have strong feelings about open world call of duty is not that um which is one of the reasons why i tend to gravitate towards it because it has yet to enter the realm of that although if you Wars just is kind do the it. story if you just do the story it's not open world so if i how does that even work <laughs> you still have to go through the open world of of like and like, be shit to get from point of, to point. If you just stick to the story, which you can do, and ignore everything else, you can. It's a pretty linear game. You just got to get across there. I guess that's true. I can put blinders on and ignore all of the optional everything. But then, then you get into the whole thing of like, well, this is just bo- blo- like really boring and bloated. Well, how come? Oh, what about the lore of the world? That's what the other things are there for. I have to play it. I can't, you know, I regret ripping into it when I haven't actually experienced it myself because that's not fair to it. But, uh, but yeah, unfortunately that doesn't remove the fact that there is a natural barrier for me of just like, I know given, given who made it given the genre that it's that it was aiming for given the time frame at which it released other than the fact that the story might be good it doesn't tick any of the boxes of something i would typically seek out that doesn't mean it's not good Mm. it's just not on you know it's not something that usually would be on my radar in 2020 and then also when i saw your thing you were playing god of war for the thing that's the exact same problem God of War, at least the one I played so far, I don't know about Ragnarok, um, hasn't no, really no, been open. Timber, world. it's the exact same thing. Cool. You are let into a world, into several <clears throat> open world things, and it's just, you could do all these things at certain points. It's okay. the exact same thing as Horizon, except Horizon doesn't have the gates 
where you need to go to the to the other realms i'll have to see so i don't even know if i got to the open world part of, of um god of war to be honest so far i made it to i rode a boat and i got to like uh, a bar <laughs> and there was a dude no, there yeah you're you're, you're not even in there yeah, once you yeah. get to the mountain but even so getting to the mountain part it's pretty kind of pick and choose kind of thing <laughs> Once you get to the mountain, that's when the r- real open world part of that All game right. really happens. So we'll see. That might be the part where I don't like it anymore. <laughs> we'll see. Yeah. If that is true. Like if, the, if the, 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 several, the several problems that I have with Horizon is very glaring in in God of War. Like, And I, I spent 70 hours in Forbidden West... But I'm struggling to get through Ragnarok because of the fact that this is the same exact problems that I had with it. Gotcha. I'll have to see because, again, if it is really that similar, then I can use my enjoyment of God of War as a barometer of whether or not I can I can or should go to Horizon next. Um, so, but yeah, those were the two things. We can move on to questions. Okay, because I started playing Bejeweled on my phone while you were talking. <laughs> my game, the Game Pass app's like, hey, you want to play Bejeweled for some points? I'm like, I got time. Yeah, yeah, yeah sure, I got some time. <laughs> I'm just listening to two old men argue about each other. Right, we don't have a whole lot of questions today. Um, let's see. Where is it? There it is. Alright, our first question is from Baku. What's your opinion about Nintendo trying to relive and remaster other games like Advance Wars? Um, I mean, either put up the GBA versions of them in an app, or like a way for me to download and buy them, or I guess remaster them. Like, Yeah, I mean, that's the only way we can fine. do it, right? I, yeah, I mean, one or the other. I don't like remakes, but like, I know Advance Wars is mostly a remake, but like, in, like short of them putting up the the actual like GBA versions, like I don't have a huge problem with them because it's not like, I mean, they're they're advanced wars. <laughs> Those games are getting expensive. Like whatever, I'm I'm mm-hmm. I'm okay with it. Do either of you have different opinions on this? Sorry, was that something about advanced wars? <laughs> <laughs> what is your opinion about Nintendo trying to relive and remaster other games like Advance Wars? Ah, okay. I don't know if they mean revive, but uh, if they don't have it available, fuck it, just do it. Because otherwise, finding yeah. the damn things is gonna cost an arm and a leg. Mm-hmm. Like for example, I'll never be able to play Fire Emblem, like any of the older Fire Emblem games, mostly mm-hmm. because hey, we're gonna make it only available for three fucking months, and everything yeah, else is that, locked on the GBA stupid. and. And the, the the two rarest games, Radiant Dawn and all that crap, that's locked to the Wii. <laughs> yeah, I mean, at this point, we've had this discussion a couple of times. I do think I'm fine with the idea that they're doing it. I also recognize that I am not the target audience. I have mm-hmm. emulation. I have a lot of the original games, too. So, yeah, like, for well, me, there is no point un- unfortunately, in picking it up, but... 
unfortunately, as a person that doesn't emulate or have the 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 fortune to have been able to buy the original games, I have to rely on this. Same yes. for Fire Emblem. Mm-hmm. the The closest thing for Fire Emblem for me is me just going back to Japan and buying all the Japanese games. Yeah, like honestly, just put them up in some form. If the only way that Nintendo's going to do it is remake slash remaster of them, like. I feel like remake and remastering those type of games is kind of... There's, like, a certain level of if a game needs one or not. And I think it's when it's more of a... How do I want to phrase this? Because I know it's still... It's kind of basically hypocritical. But if it's more of a prolific or, like, iconic game getting a remake, I feel like those... But, like, also depending on how they play, I feel like those are pointless Handheld games getting remake remakes don't have a huge problem with because they're stuck to like usually a system that had a gimmick or something that like you're gonna have to remake a DS game if you port it because like at that point you're taking like a one twenty or two forty p image and just blowing it up. Those point like those end up needing the remakes, but like a lot of other games that like play fine still nowadays and just have weird remasters. I think. It really is. I feel like it's Advance Wars. Like, there's not much iconic about the story. It's right. It's kind of this. It's a tactics game. It's the same thing with um, just like main Nintendo IPs, where it's like, don't get me wrong, <clears throat> I love Super Mario 64, but also if you remake Super Mario 64, um, isn't that just Mario Odyssey? <laughs> like, they're so yeah. similar to one another that like, what are you gaining here? And I mean, you can even see it with this, because, like, Advance Wars 1 and 2 are being combined into one game. So, like, like that, that kind of... Like, honestly, just give me a port of, day, of um, Days of Ruin. That's the one I want to see a port of. That's the weird post-apocalyptic one. Anyway, next question from Miles. With how pointless it felt to watch the Game Awards, do you think it's time we do away with these events? Uh... Yes and no. Point- like, it's... It's for me it's good to honor these games because of how well it did throughout mm-hmm. the year to at least give effort to the people that worked on these games and in in a quote unquote grand scale event like this mm-hmm. however i also do think that there's a lot of politicking in mind because of this yeah, like most of the, most of the awards is pretty much just like they're the Sony Awards presented by Microsoft at the Microsoft Auditorium. Yeah, but like the awards themselves are not for us; those are for the people in the industry yeah. to get recognition. Yeah, and like to make a media format legitimate in a lot of people's eyes, it has to have some kind of way to recognize or give recognition or an award show. That's why we still have the Grammys. That's why we still have the Golden Globes, the Oscars, things like that. Even though they're pointless, it's not for us, and it's a way of le- make of um, uh, giving legitimacy to the industry because it shows yeah. they're more than just like a cheap entertainment product. That they are art. It's just yeah. people want to like find a way to make art um, monetized and marketable. Yeah. Yeah, it's marketing art to people. But like, well, look at all these awards it got so many. And that way, they can't be like, well, it's just a, it's just a toy. And even toys have awards. Like, it's just if it's a, if it's an industry. Yeah, it, it also drives sales for things. So that's how we get our game of the year award versions of games. Like, 
they're pointless, but like even like I'd say like E3 is pointless, but like it's kind of the closest we're going to get to also like uh, it's a big sporting event. Like I think the Super Bowl is stupid, but I also don't like football. But like people are usually watching, you get more people who are not football fans in to watch the Super Bowl for ads and commercials and trailers and sneak peeks. That's why I would watch the Game Awards is not for the anything else around it other than reveals. Like, so I don't think they're pointless, but it's another way of getting, like, another mini E3. I think it's fine that they're happening. I don't take the results of the Game Awards seriously. Um, To me, Mm -hmm. it basically serves as a barometer of what does the big popularity, you know, it's like a popularity contest. Like, who is the most popular game? That doesn't make it the best. It's just who... Do most people, when you ask them, have you heard of this before? They'll go, yeah, I heard of it. I'm like, okay, that wins. Because 30 million people said they heard it's of really it. It's really sad that uh, it's really sad that Dwarf Fortress uh, got a snub this year. I know. Even though it was nominated. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. Timber, you really think that It Takes Two is a popular game? It Apparently it is. People yes. kept talking about how good it was. I'm like, I never saw anyone, I never heard anyone talk about it. I never heard anyone talk about that game. I I genuinely think because also those awards were those awards are not given by community like um us. We weren't we're like we vote on them, but like we have really little to do with who wins. That's where like the politicking comes in because I right. genuinely believe and that's that one won the award because not because it's a like I'm not saying it's a bad game, but because of the director being who he is. I think the and also what a snub. Well, the other driving thing is just like when you have, um, when you generally the the games that end up in these awards are things that I'm like, regardless if like the layman has played it, if I ask them about it, it is something that pretty much every critic and their mother has done a review about, right? Like it's something that definitely IGN and GameSpot and OpenCritic and Metacritic all have plenty of reviews for and they generally reviewed Mm -hmm. in a critically positive way that's what brings it to the show is that all of these major sources of of uh internet media of gaming journalism agreed Mm -hmm. that it was good not necessarily like i know that i just got done saying popularity contest but kind of in a different frame of reference of like not not necessarily the people but the the corporations that told the people that it was good. And that does drive enough sales to also make it popular to some degree. Mm. But yeah, those are all the questions we have for today. Um, thank you guys for asking them. And thank you for listening to this episode of pot source timber. Where can people find you? Yeah. If anybody liked what you heard here, you can find me on youtube.com slash timber where I post videos of varying things. The most recent one was about Xeno clash. It took me a minute. Um, but before that, I also did a video about Majora's <laughs> Mask and uh, Deltarune. If any of that sounds like it's interesting to you, they were like video essays. Um, and more content is coming soon. Besides that, you can also find me at twitch.tv slash TimberTaft, where I stream on Wednesdays and Fridays, and sometimes Saturdays. Currently playing through World of Warcraft, doing a lore-guided leveling run in preparation to hit the Dragonflight content. And you can also find me on twitter.com slash TimberTaft, where I will post my schedule and pictures of my bunny. Where can people find you, Ken? 
You can find me on my Japanese music-based podcast called Ongakudu. Unfortunately, I haven't been on the last two weeks because of everything that happened, but it, it is what it is. You can look it up on the website on ongakudu.com where we talk about the Japanese music industry releases. And you can find me personally on OTYKen1 where I talk about Bang Dream, Ainaiba, Robo, Hirobo, and pictures of my daughters and Josh Pro Wrestling. One day, one day. And also, Timber Play, Horizon Zero Dawn, and Death Stranding. Okay. Where can we find you, Lou? Um, you can find me on twitch.tv slash Hunter Monday through Friday at 8 a.m. Central Standard Time, where I play retro games or something that I'm playing on my Xbox or something because I'm like, oh, I have this, so I should probably use it. Um, you can also find me on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, uh, Hive, whenever that comes back, you know, I forgot that I had it. <laughs> and um, I know other places. Just look for Kyoto Hunter everywhere. And also you can follow my dog at Rhubarb Borzoi on Instagram. She is a very cute dog. And I would like more um, validation for her existence because I love her and she's really cute. Yes. But yeah, that's all from us. Um, thank you so much for listening to this episode. This might be the last one that goes up for the year because if we do record another one, it won't come up till the new year. Um, but thank you guys for listening to us this year. I really do appreciate it. And we will hopefully see you in the new year with more Potosaurus. Goodbye. Bye. Bye. It'll be what? Volume four. <laughs> I really got to get a Mastodon or something. <laughs>